Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports on the Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I'm of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. how's it going? I'm doing a lot better than I was on uh, Thursday night. Uh, I'm again to this draft um, very soon, but uh, you know the the Knicks um, draft pick. Also, going to talk about. Um, the you know two members of the Mets organization contracting coronavirus and basically canceling the or postponing the the some the well I'm losing my my thought train of thought the so, subway series I'm thinking of SummerSlam in my mind you know the 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 subway series you know is being postponed as a result of that you know so it also affects the um, your Yankees. You know, we'll get yeah. into that. Um, and, of course, you know, we'll talk about what's going on in in uh, wrestling, a, a big re- week in wrestling. Um, NXT TakeOver happened, um, you know, it, it ended probably about, probably almost two hours ago. And um, AEW had a special Saturday night episode to, um, you know, combat against um, NXT. We'll get into that too. Uh, but, you know, most importantly, you know, we'd love to hear, you know, hear from you from any of these topics or more. Um, you know, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. Yeah, man. Without further ado, yeah, let's just let's just get to this um, Nick talk. Oh, I man. mean, yeah, I know. What can I what can I say, man? I mean, every year it's like if the Knicks had a mascot. I mean, we all know Knicks. I mean, the Mets have a mascot, Mister Met. But if the Knicks, the Mets, the Jets, they all if they all had a mascot. It would be Charlie Brown, <laughs> and basically, Charlie Brown is basically all, all the teams that I root for, and I guess you could say their fandom as well. And basically, Lucy is the the NBA or any of the other leagues that I root for, and the ball is just the the football is hope, <laughs> and basically. Every single year with this NBA draft, the Knicks fans, like myself, every year you're just like, okay, let me just, you know, watch this NBA draft. Okay, when is this NBA draft going to happen? Oh, is this day? Okay, cool. Let's see, you know, let's see where the Knicks are going to be. You know, you're like, you're, you're practically like biting your nails out, out, of your, out of your fingertips. I mean, just... Just to see, will the Knicks finally end their streak 
of of not getting the number one pick since 1985 when they when they got Patrick Ewing. And as you're watching this, okay, you're like preparing yourself. It's like okay, now the now the draft is starting. And then you're just watching, and you're like, oh man, every every pick with this pick, the with the number with the number tenth pick. And then you're just expecting them to say the Knicks. And then they say another team. So you're like, shoo. With the number nine pick, they, um, the, the, the team with the number nine pick is blah, 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 blah. Then you're like, okay. And then you just, you just feel it in your body. You just feel it in your soul like you're next. You're next. But you're like, no. You, you got to believe. Coming. You know what I'm saying? You got to believe. You got you to gotta fight the, the negativity. And just try to be positive. Just, just think. But in the pit of your stomach, you're like, and in your chest, you're like, it's, it, you're next. You just, you know, you're next. It's inevitable. You, and then with the, with the eight pick, the team with the eight pick is, and the dude, man, the deputy, with a cheesy grin, the New York Knicks. I'm like, oh, come on, man. This is crap, man. I've changed. I, I, this is basically my ritual. With the, with this, with this. With this pick, it's the New York Knicks. As soon as they say it's the New York Knicks, I just automatically – it's like my hands – like it's like the the broom boy from The Last Jedi. My hands the, – the remote, like the broom, just automatically flies into my hands, and then I change the channel. <laughs> it's like – it's like I don't even – I don't even care anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like at the end of the day, it's always usually the Celtics or the Lakers who always end up getting with the top picks anyway. And with with the Knicks' law, luck or lack thereof, or I guess you could say their curse. So if they didn't have any bad luck, they wouldn't have any luck at all. The they always lose their spots. Oh, the Knicks—they're you know they they have a a thirty percent chance of being on the top three. Uh, the New York Knicks, you know, they have they have a ninety-nine percent chance of getting the number one pick. No matter what they say, the Knicks always fall out of out of out of contention. If it's a deep draft, they're just like one 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 pick short of, of getting a, a, a you know like an impact player. It reminds me of I think it was '08. They they were one pick behind Steph Curry, one pick behind Steph Curry, and then guess what happened? They picked Steph Curry, and and the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> Steph Curry was saying, like, he wanted to come to the Knicks. He even did an interview not too long ago admitting he wanted to come to the Knicks. I wanted him to come to the Knicks because I saw the way how he was playing in Davidson, and he reminded me of a young John Starks, the way how he was playing. Like, I was like, man, I hope this guy comes to the Knicks. And, of course, the rest is history. He goes to the Golden State Warriors. They win, what, four titles, and the rest is history. Steve Kerr plays the Knicks, and, you know, he – he he basically picks up after you know what Mark Jackson did, um, and, and you know won the title with them, and, and you know what I mean it's like the Knicks could never get a break, and it's it, I, what I equated to is basically what was that? I I forgot how long how long ago it was maybe almost a decade ago, they had they you know they were they were scouting um, uh, Verlander, but every time they would scout Verlander. The um the tigers were always there, and the tigers had that had the pick ahead of them. So they didn't they knew before the 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 MLB draft 
that they had no shot at getting Verlander, which, of course, yeah. that was the case. So, I mean, it's just like my teams can never get a break. And then, like, it's just it's just so annoying. And then the Timberwolves win, win the pick. Last year, last year was was Zion, Zion, you know, um, you know, Williamson, Williamson getting uh, what you call it. Oh, you know, we're gonna get Zion. We're gonna get Zion. You know, and then I mean, obviously he did get hurt this, you know, this um this NBA season. But it's like it's like we can never get a break. I mean, it's it's, it's just ridiculous, man. It's. I, I'm I'm getting to the point that I might I might not even watch these 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 draft lotteries anymore and just watch just watch the NBA draft the the actual NBA draft because it's like you get your hopes up and then it it never amounts to anything especially if you're a Knicks fan and it it, it doesn't matter man it don't matter what what the percentage is the Lakers the Celtics they always leapfrog over them they always I mean it it doesn't matter man it's like no matter what, they always drop out of it, and some team always leapfrogs over them. It's it's just so annoying. It's it's so annoying. I, I mean, told the only... you, man. <laughs> I told you, I, I I wasn't as optimistic as some of these other Nick fans were. I was telling you beforehand, you know, like, you know, there's no. I didn't I didn't think that we were gonna get top three. You know, I didn't think so because. You can't let these drafts, these lotteries trick you. The last five years, Knicks haven't broken, they haven't gone past um, pick eight. Five years. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, ever since the Porzingis, the Porzingis pick. And even that, they were supposed to pick, I think they were supposed to pick second, but Lakers leapfrogged over them and got the number two pick, and then they got the fourth pick. Well, what year was that again? Was that was that no no it wasn't last year. No, this was like like four years ago. This happened. Oh okay. Well, they got number four. I don't remember. I don't even remember that. Yeah, when they got when they got Porzingis. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because we were we were rumored to get the number two pick. Right. And then afterwards, and then afterwards, the Lakers out of nowhere. Like a RKO, they just they just t- take the pick. I know, and this year you have Golden State. Like I know, that's what, that's what upset me too. They're not, they got the number two pick. They just won the title a few years ago. I know. You know, what I mean, I mean, come on. Ridiculous, man. Like Golden Knicks have State, no luck right now. Oh, Golden State people are still gonna come to Golden State. They still got Steph Curry. They they're still gonna come to Golden Clay State. Clay Thompson, yeah. I know. It's I mean, it's come on. It, it, it's it's literally not fair. Like the NBA, they really and then and then oh yeah, to top it off, you got some NBA players talking smack about the Knicks Knicks uh, misfortune. I mean, like come on, you Especially got um, former Knicks. Yeah, talking, um, um, laughing and Cantor, smack. Cantor, you know, he just seemed bitter. LOL, and all this stuff. As you should. You know, because look what the Knicks did to some of these guys before no, they left. No, I, I. I no, I, I, I've been saying that. Like, if you, so, if you, you, you watch the old episodes of this, 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 this show, I, I admitted that they treated him dirty. I, I still don't think the way how they treat, they treat him badly. Like, you know, they're gonna play the younger players. The dude was, the dude was like, what, twenty five or so? I don't even remember how old he was, but he was still a young player. I yeah. mean, obviously, 
you know, he 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 scores, he he um he 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 gets a lot of rebounds, but I mean his defense, he needs to work on his defense, but so he was a good enough player that they should have played him and not benched him for no reason. It's not like he was a malcontent and you know they had to bench the guy. I mean, yeah, it's it, better than some of the other guys that won the team. Yeah, and then they ruined his trade value, which which was which was dumb to begin with. And then you had Spencer Spencer Dimwitty, you know, talking smack on on the Knicks, and his team is, is like on the verge of getting eliminated from the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I mean, I get it. I get where he's coming from. You know, Billy's he's not like, even playing right now. The Nets. What you said? Dwilly's not even playing. Yeah, I, I know, but it's like, like it's just. It, I mean, it's just. You know, I understand the inferiority complex. You know, like, you know, even though even though the Nets are the 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 much better team in town, you know, this this city has always been a Nick town. You know, I mean, the Knicks is the only team in the city that all all other sports teams they they all unite for the most part as fans. Whether you're a Mets or a Knicks fan, a Mets or Yankee fan, most people are, are. No matter what what team you root for, you're you're a Knicks fan most most but of the time. At this Jets point, you're better rooting for the Nets than the Knicks. Yeah, of course. No, I'm like I said, the Nets, the Nets are the much better team. You know they, you know they they did well under Jacques Vaughn. You know, and um, you know he he's he's unfortunately a lame duck coach, even though. You know he has his team playing well, but unfortunately, you know they're on the verge of a elimination. I think they play tomorrow, if my memory serves me right. But um, yeah, I mean, but I, you know what I'm saying. I understand where they're coming from. You know they they want to they want to overtake the city. I mean, obviously they're the better team. There's a lot of fans who are our age or older who actually remember when the Knicks, you know. Playing for the Knicks and and you know being a Knicks fan actually meant something instead of being the butt of people's jokes. Yeah, you Knicks know, right now, they're, they're cursed. They're cursed. Yeah. You know, I do like I do like the the moves, the front office moves that um, Leon Rose is doing. You know, I I, I have there's hope there, but you know we have to see what they do in this draft. You know they have they have like a lot of people who strong drafting player development. You know they have relationship with players, but right now we have to see what they're gonna do with this with this um eight pick. You know because this is this is the this is the future of the franchise. They they can't they can't mess this up. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, what do you what do you think the Knicks should do? Should they? Should they just draft, a, you know, a, a point guard, or should they, or should they just get the best, the best, um, you know, available player? I you got to get the best available player. I mean, even when I'm doing like fake drafts, you know, mm-hmm. to you know DraftKings, I get the mm-hmm. best available player, you know, and that's what the Knicks yeah. got to do in real life. Whoever, whichever player is available. Uh, at that's best at that point they gotta get. You don't do it by by position. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I mean, they're rumored to to get Iowa State uh, Tyrese Halbert in or or um, a, a French point guard. 
Killian Hayes. I, I mean, I know we don't have uh, good luck with, with French point guards, especially Nilekino, but, I mean, he, he's supposed to be really good. Um, they got – there's a, a Ford from Auburn, Isaac Okoro, and uh, they have a, a combo guard, uh, Devin Vassell, who a lot of people think uh, we're most likely going to um, – to you know, to go after that guy, even though he's not, you know, a, a point guard, which is our biggest need. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I mean, I, I point guard is our need right now, mm-hmm. you know. But if there's another player that's better at another position, you got to go after him. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. I mean, the Warriors, man. They, they're, they're in a great spot to, to like, resuscitate that franchise. I mean, the only reason why that franchise is, is, is done is because you know Durant, you know, left and went to, to Brooklyn after he got hurt, and you know, uh, Clay Thompson's hurt. Um, uh, Steph Curry was hurt at at one point. Yeah, now they got a low pick, and th- now they got the number two pick. They could they could trade it or or um draft draft you know Lamelo Ball or or um Edwards. Um, I, I, the other person who I'm thinking of um escapes me, but they're in a good spot. Uh, James Wiseman, but yeah, I mean. It is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, Don't kill yourself, Nick Sands. <laughs> I think they would have killed themselves a long time ago with, all, with this. With the, crazy. <laughs> this organization, man, it's, it's just been chaotic since since um. To me, the 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 this franchise has has never been the same since Jeff Van Gundy left them. It's just I been it, it's just been downhill ever since. Or you know you know what's the first sign of the the Knicks um, franchise you know dying or dead? Well, we trade Patrick Ewing. Well, I mean, yeah, that that goes without saying. Patrick Ewing getting traded that was the first sign. That was the the first definite. That was that was beginning the beginning of the end. And then that resulted in. You know them getting knocked out of the first round to the Raptors, mm-hmm. yep. and then um, you know obviously um, Van Gundy the the following year he he left even though he had a, a winning record but he saw the writing on the wall, and the team has been downhill ever since, with the exception of what twenty twenty thirteen when um when they had kid, yeah man this team, <laughs> what more can I say about this team? Did you hear that um, George Carl and uh, Mark Jackson had a disagreement with each other? Oh, yeah, I read the article. Uh, Jackson, uh, he was alluding to Melo's defense and said that Melo has just bought into a culture with these teams that he's played on of not playing the defense. Mm-hmm. And I guess George Carl took offense to that, um, thinking that Jackson was insinuating that, you know, when Melo played for him, that Carl never taught him how to play defense. defense. Yeah, but that's not true because mm. in Carl's book, 
he said he wanted Melo to play defense, but Melo just never committed to it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all on Melo. I mean, if a guy does, if a guy doesn't want to play defense, and you're trying to like push him to play defense, I mean, there's not much you can do. I mean, you can't beat it out of him, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I feel like you know it's been like that throughout Melo's career, even on the Knicks. You know, he's mm-hmm. never been a good defender. Some yeah. guys, some guys just can't play defense. Yeah, they they lost uh they lost today to the to the Lakers. Um final score uh 116-108. Lakers now lead the series 2 to 1. Uh Damian yep. Lillard, he um he scored 34 points. Uh, had uh, seven assists and five rebounds in the, in the loss. Uh, Melo he scored uh, twenty points, and uh, LeBron he he almost uh, you know as usual almost uh, averaged a triple double with thirty eight points, eight assists, and uh, twelve rebounds. So two more Lakers win and I lose thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, expected to happen. <laughs> I hope that's not the case, but yeah, Blazers they gotta help me out here. This is what the league wants. The league, the league always has their favorites. They always want you know certain teams to always make it and win the finals. Whether it's the Lakers, Celtics, the Yankees, you know, the Patriots. It basically, you know, it is what it is. It's a favoritism league. They want you know they want the best the most popular teams to make it all the time. So it is what it is. But, um, yeah, did you hear about the um, the um, the Masai Ujiri story? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I saw the video also. Yeah, that was crazy. TV. Yeah, he's trying I, to get past the guard, and the guard pushed him. Yeah. He clearly was... was um, you know, just passing through and about to show his credential, and the guy just push him. And then he had, you know, Ujiri had to tell him that he's the, the president of the, the Raptors. But it's like, it's crazy. And I, memory served me right. I think the, the the guard is suing him, even though he's the one that pushed Ujiri. Yeah. It's crazy. That is but, a crazy um, story. It is. But yeah, another crazy story is the New York Mets, man. There's there's two Mets people one player that isn't uh Alonzo and a and a, a person within the organization, they both contracted um coronavirus, even though Mets you know, basically was doing their due diligence to make sure they don't no one got sick, but you know, we don't know how it happened. It could have been when they faced the Marlins or the the, the Phillies recently. I mean, who knows? Because this is the this is the real this is the main reason why uh, Marcus Stroman opted out of uh, opted out of the season because he he had a feeling, you know, because basically the outbreak with the Marlins, you know, Marlins had like at least seventeen players, you know, or people in the organization contract the 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 virus. So it's just, you know, you know, that's his reason for opting out. And then now 
Now, basically, Mets was on the verge of sweeping the Marlins, you know, or if had they lost on Thursday, Marlins would have had their 2,000th win against uh, the Mets. And, um, you know, whatchamacallit, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, basically, um, yeah, the, the the Subway Series is postponed against, uh, you know, your guys. And, um, you know, basically Mets, you know, they, they, they swept, uh, you know, a Florida team in the, you know, in the Miami Marlins, whereas, you know, your Yankees, I mean, it must be bizarre world. Your guys, you know, got swept by the, the Rays. So I know your boys were, were chomping at the bit to, you know, face the Mets. So what, what's your thoughts on this uh, postponement? Well, you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, the good thing is, you know, we get to rest right now because right now we have some injuries. You know, you still got Judge out on the 10-day IL, LeMahieu, Stanton. Now um, Glaber is out right now. So hopefully, you know, this break will get these guys, um, they'll be well-rested and come back to play when uh, they play against, uh, who they play um, this upcoming week? I forget what team, but it helps our injured players. Uh, I guess the bad thing about it is, you know, you know, having the guys that are healthy right now that not them not being able to play, there's going to be a little rust when they do resume play, you know, this upcoming week. So that's the positive and negative, I, you know, that came out of it. But I'm still trying to figure out who these next players are that tested positive for this COVID-19 because, you know, got to be cautious and hopefully they don't, they fully recover. And hopefully it's not, not something that they, you know, get that they that they're uh that they infect other teammates with you know so we'll, we'll see you know we'll see what happens yeah man it's uh and the, the Mets really try not to get the thing but you know it's, it's just messed up how um but I can see why Strowman you know opted out and, uh, you know, because for these fears of COVID, and now you see it actually did happen now with the Mets, mm-hmm. you know? And it makes even Cespedes look like a genius now, except that <laughs> Cespedes, even though he, will, he had his excuse. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, even though he, he, he left, you know, obviously not for us, but. Well, the way Cespedes did it was not, mm-hmm. was not, you know, was not professional, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think did it in the right way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, unlike the other Strowman who who was you know using Alexa Bliss, you know, to further his plans against uh, Wyatt. You know, <laughs> this Strowman, Marcus Strowman, did it the right way. <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's let's dive right into the SummerSlam talk. Um. Yeah, let's see. Uh, so yeah, basically, who you, who you think is gonna win the tag team uh, Raw match, the Raw's tag team uh, championship? Street Profit, uh, obviously, it's, you know Angelo Dawkins and 
Montez Ford, who's, you know, who recently recovered from being poisoned by Zelina Vega. Um, they're the, the street prophets are going to be battling Andrade and, uh, you know, Angel Garza. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, and I think that has a potential to be a good match. Um, mm. But I, um, wow. For some reason, I think Andrade and Garza are going to win it for some reason. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. But then I'm like, they did have this poison, this poison um, storyline. Yeah. I don't know. Because originally I was going to say, yeah, I'm definitely Andrade and Garza. But, yeah, I, hmm. Yeah, I'm going Andrade and Garza. Hmm. Yeah, I have to go with my gut, even though my mind is telling me like, you know, the you know street prophets have to get their revenge, you know, on them poisoning them. But yeah, I guess I, I guess Andrade and Garza, this is this would be the perfect time for them to have the the belt to win the belt. Um. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. Um, you knew the the match was originally a hair versus hair match, but now it's a no disqualification match. Loser leaves WWE. Well, to me, it's pretty obvious who's gonna uh, win this match, and that's Mandy Rose. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mandy Rose. I think um, you know the things that have been all happening to Sonya. Mm-hmm. Off, uh, you know, off uh, in, in in her personal life, I think right. she's gonna lose and take some time off. Right. And if you guys How don't know, um, she was recently a uh, stalker. Recently broke into her house. Fortunately, the uh, trespasser tripped the alarm, and they were able to get that person arrested. So. Yeah. Thank God, uh, nothing. Um, you know, they were able to stop that that pervert before he did anything drastic. Because yeah. he had like a, a weapons and and tape. He definitely had evil intentions. Yep. I, I think I even heard that Mandy Rose might have been in the house too. You know, really? you know I, I thought I, I thought Mandy Rose was the culprit behind this. <laughs> no, <that was> like... <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, thank goodness she's you know, uh, you know they're they're doing all right now. Yeah. But yeah, to me the either way, the, whether it was a hair versus hair match or just no disqualification, loser leaves WWE. To me, it's gonna it was gonna have the same result anyway. Sonya Deville was gonna lose anyway because hair versus hair matches. Can you think of the last time a good guy lost a hair versus hair match? Mm, no, I can't. Exactly. I don't. I, I'm, it's safe to say it's never happened because it's it's like a, a humiliate the heel type of match. You've never. Yeah. I've never. I can never. Top my head. I was just thinking about this maybe a few days ago. Uh, like a babyface has never lost that type of match. So, to me, either way, um, Sonya was gonna lose anyway. She was gonna lose her hair, but now she's just gonna get a much-needed time off. Yeah. Um, Dominic Mysterio 
with his father Ray Mysterio at his side versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. Um, man, uh, I'm going with Dominic Mysterio in this. I could see this going either way. Uh, I guess I'm going to pick Dominic, even though it's not realistic for him to win. You know, because this Seth Rollins feud has been one-sided. But yeah, I guess I, I, I guess I guess he has to. I guess Dominic has to win so they can end this feud because this feud has been going on since Cain and Abel. Like I know, it's goodness, dragging. It's just, I, I I never cared for this feud to begin with. I mean, it's just a. Uh, I'm I'm really done with this feud. I'm I'm really done with this feud. So, yeah, I hope Dominic can win so we can just end this feud once and for all. Me too. How long has this feud been? Five months? It seemed like five years. Like, how long has... It's been forever, man. My goodness. Was this feud even on at WrestleMania? (laughs) Who did... No, like, who just sent Rollins at WrestleMania? Uh... Oh, was it Brock Lesnar? No, no actually, I think I think he fought um, what's his name? Um, oh, Ke- Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, yeah. Right, right, right. I remember now. Right. Um, yeah, and then Oscar, she's gonna do a double duty. She got a single. She got two separate singles matches, one against Bailey first, and then one against um Sasha Banks to be yeah. the empress of all the of all the belts. That'd be um, let me see. What can what can I see? Man, um, I think she's not gonna win the title against Bailey, but she will win the title against Sasha Banks. And I think it's a dumb idea to have her have two opportunities on the same mat, same night. Like it, it just shows like there's there's a lack of depth. In the the women's division, if you have two ma- two two um title opportunities on the same night, you know what I mean? It's yeah. It I don't know. It just seems seems weird to me. I uh, you know I'm waiting for this uh friction to start between yeah Sasha and Bailey, and maybe it might happen tomorrow night. Maybe right. Because one of them's gonna lose the title, which most likely will be Sasha Banks, and then that's when they'll they'll feud. They'll um. They'll they'll feud, or at least start the feud. Um, I think I think I think uh, um, um, Oscar might end up winning. Uh, might end Bailey up beating won? Sasha. Oh, yo, okay. So we both agree. Yeah. All right, let's see. Apollo Crews versus MVP. Singles title for the United States Championship. Like we were saying, this match should have happened on 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 this night. They shouldn't have given up given us this match on Raw recently. Oh yeah, and plus Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin are banned from ringside. Yeah. And still gonna win. I'm rooting for MVP, but I think Apollo Cruz is still gonna win. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm going with Apollo Cruz to win as well. Yeah. It would be it, to me. It would be more interesting to see MVP win it, but storyline wise, you know, they want to build up Apollo Cruz, you know, as a, you know, a star. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I don't see because basically MVP he was supposed to win Drew McIntyre, Apollo Cruz. All his matches are basically one sided. Yeah, he always loses. Um. Hello, uh, looks like we're back on the air. Sorry about the technical difficulty, folks. Somehow, for some reason, we got cut off. Uh, but we're, you know, we're back on the air. Um, I'm trying to remember what we were talking about. Yeah, SummerSlam. Um, let's see. Yeah, up next. Yeah, this is the final match. Now that I think about it, Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion. Wait, oh wait, I forgot about uh, Braun Strowman and The Fiend. But yeah, I'll get to oh, that yeah. afterwards. Uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre, um, he defends the WWE Championship versus Randy Orton. And um, yeah, basically, I think Orton's going to win. I think Drew McIntyre's uh, reign is going to end. Wow, well, I, I, I think the opposite. I think McIntyre is going to retain the title and show why he deserves to hold the title until WrestleMania, at least. I could see that happen either way, but, yeah. I think Orton is the the bigger threat that he has for his title. So, I could definitely see Orton winning it, show how ruthless he is. But, yeah, I definitely – yeah. I mean, it would make more sense to have Drew McIntyre – you know, lose the title to, you know, somebody, you know, like at WrestleMania, preferably a new star, like, I don't know, or or someone who hasn't won the title yet. Yeah. Like like Lashley or somebody like that, but I don't see that. I don't see that happening yet. Um. Oh, yes. So, I, yeah, I guess the, the last match would be Braun Strowman, the Universal Champion versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. And um, this is a false count anywhere match for the WWE Universal Championship. Hmm. I mean, man, I, I can't see the, I can't see the title, both titles changing hands on the same night like this. But I definitely think uh, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's going to win the title. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen for sure. I see Bray Wyatt winning the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm kind of wavering on my Orton pick, but I think WWE is still gonna do it with Orton. But Orton, Orton's one. I, the Orton uh, McIntyre match. I'm fifty fifty on that one, but I think I think they're gonna make Orton win that one. Bray Wyatt uh, versus Fiend. Yeah, I, I think. Fiend is definitely gonna win this one, and then uh, on NXT, shifting gears to NXT, they had their um, 30th takeover, and um, 
had some they had a they had a surprise um in this in this uh this um what you gonna call it this this pay per view um I, I'll I'll get to that very soon um Brizongo they defeat Oni Larkin and Danny Birch in the Legando de la Fantasma um and as a result Fandango is the number one contender for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Um, I think um, Imperium still has it. Um, And then Finn Balor defeated Timothy Thatcher. um, That was a good match. I like that match. Yeah, they're both, you know, like brawlers and hard-hitting dudes, so... You know, no doubt that that'd be a classic. And uh, Finn Balor's they lost. He lost to Velveteen Dream on uh, you know on, on Wednesday night NXT. As a result, Vel- Velveteen Dream, uh, Johnny Gargano, Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed, and Damian Priest all fought in the ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship and. Uh, um, as a, you know, Damian Priest came out the victor and won his first uh, his first title with NXT as the you know the the North American uh, champion. Congrats! So congratulations to him. Um, Adam Cole he he got his revenge against Pac McAfee. In a singles match, um, Kofi for weeks was um, talking smack about him. Uh, Adam Cole, first when he was doing an interview with Adam Cole on his radio show, and then afterwards he came on NXT and 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 sucker kicked him um, while he was distracted, um, and that that basically started a feud with him and Adam Cole, which culminated at uh, the pay-per-view event uh, tonight. And as expected, Adam Cole got the victory. Um, For the women's NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai Shirai defeated Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez on uh, NXT Surprise People by rejoining uh, uh, Dakota Kai as her hinge woman. Which I, I I saw that coming for a mile away, because they they split those two up, and there was no expl explanation. I I thought the big reveal that you know Raquel Gonzalez was still with Dakota Kai would have been revealed today tonight, but they revealed it on uh, Wednesday night, and basically uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez they have like a Shawn Michaels Diesel dynamic. With each other, um, yeah, it was a good match, and uh, Io Shirai came out with a victory. So Dakota Kai's chance of being women's champion uh, went went away in spokes. And uh, yeah, the, this one was a surprising one. I mean, I could see this. I could have saw this match going either way. Karen Cross, you know, with Scarlett, he defeats. Keith Lee, and I'm not surprised that Karrion Cross defeat Keith Lee, 
I'm just surprised that they they took the title off Keith Lee so quickly. I, I thought this Karrion Cross feud was a little bit rushed. This one should have been Sur- Survivor Series. Because um, Keith Lee just won the, the NXT Championship a few months ago against Adam Cole. Or maybe even a month ago. I, I, I kind of lost track. And um, then he, he vacates, the, you know, because he unified the titles, and he vacated the um, NXT North American Championship, which he, he's held for, for like, hundreds of days, maybe even 300 days. I can't even remember. And, um, of course, Damien Priest was, you know, won the title, you know, because it got vacated. But yeah, Karen Cross, man. Uh, I knew once they faced each other, eventually that Karen Cross would have um, took the title, you know, beat him for the title. But I just felt Keith Lee should have won this match, and then the next time they face each other, Karen Cross would have defeated him. But, but what's, a, your, what's your thoughts? It was a very good match. I'll say that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, um, yeah, I thought uh, Keith Lee should have had a longer title reign. I mean, there's a chance he'll probably regain it back. Well, yeah. Here in the next in the next few months, um, right. but um, I mean, it was a well wrestled match between both men, and uh, I think Karrion Cross is going to be a good champion. You know. Yeah, definitely. But, but uh, Keith Lee should have had a longer title reign. I agree with you on that. Absolutely. No, no doubt about that. Um, yeah, AEW, they, um, what was I going to say? Um, the, the Gante and, um, Ivalice, they, they won the women's, uh, tournament. Uh, they defeated the Nightmare Sisters, which, uh, Allie would, uh, basically turn on, um, Brandy Rhodes, um, after the end of the, the Brody Lee Cody Rhodes match where basically Cody Rhodes not only did he, he lose the the um the TNT championship, he got demolished by, by Brody Lee. And he got I mean knocked I, out. he got yeah, yeah, Chris Tucker would've would have would have definitely would have definitely said that to him, you know. He he got deboled, man. Mm-hmm. Zeus Zeus came out of retirement. That's what it looked like. Like he got he got beat up badly. Like I knew I knew Cody Rhodes was gonna lose to to um to Brody Lee, but darn, I thought it would have been it would have been more of a contest. Like it would have been a back and forth. And I mean, Cody Rhodes, he's been a great uh, inaugural TNT champion, but. Yeah, he he got really decimated. Like, I mean, I guess it, you could say it's great storytelling because for the past couple of weeks, maybe the past two or three weeks, he's been taking you know taking his opponents a little, um, not taking them seriously, and then he gets a little motivated after he gets his butt kicked a little bit, and then he, you know, he he crawls his way back and win the match. But yeah, but this match, he he really he really got his butt kicked. And then, as a result, his coach um, Arn Anderson got his butt kicked after um, you know Brody Lee won the title, and uh, you know his Dark Order faction 
attacked not only Arn Anderson, but, um, you know, even his wife. When Allie betrayed her tag team partner and uh, joined the Dark Order. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting uh, what they're going to do, you know, what they're going to, you know, now that Brody Lee is the TNT champion, are they still going to have the inv- the weekly invitational matches like uh, Cody uh, instituted? I mean, that's that'll be interesting to see. And it looks like uh, Jericho and uh, uh, Orange Cassidy are going to have their third match, their rubber match in a mimosa mimosa match. I forgot what it's called. Mimosa. Yeah, that was a that was a funny. Funny title. Match? Yeah, Mimosa something match. M- Mimosa Mayhem match. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> he's sure with Mimosas? I mean, what's Yeah, cool? basically, what's basically, they'll win by pinfall submission or by dumping your opponent in a in a pool of Mimosa, orange Mimosa. I wonder, what, what, I wonder how the match is going to end. I mean, come on. If it doesn't end with, in a, with someone getting dumped into Momosa, I mean, like, what's the point? Yeah. Well, you got to give it up. It is a creative uh, a creative match. Yeah. Momosa. Uh, what else? I'm trying to... Oh. What else happened in AEW? I can't... I'm drawing a blank. I know um, uh, John Moxley cut a promo... Oh, oh yes. yeah, um, Ricky Starks uh, pretended to be Darby Allen, and um, him and Brian Cage uh, basically jumped them, you know, because they're part of Taz's faction. Mm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's about it. I could think off the top of my head. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Emma MJF responded to John Moxley also. Yeah, he that already. What happened? MJF when oh, he no, responded to John Moxley. Oh, I um, I missed that part. Yeah. What, what, he what also cut a promo. I know he's been cutting promos like he's a president presidential candidate. Yep. And he found a lawyer. He's uh he's found a lawyer to represent him. I think. Hmm. Uh, I haven't been following TNA, so when I watched it today, I was not TNA, AEW, I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was kind of like out of the loop on what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it was, I would say it was a very well, uh, it, it was a, it was an entertaining show to watch today. Yeah, it was. It was a good day for us tonight today. Yeah. I'd say. And uh, hopefully... Hopefully Mets can uh, get healthy and start playing games, you know. Yeah, not infect other best baseball players. <laughs> For real. Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess I covered everything I need to cover. Um. Oh yeah. Um. What did you think of the Tender Dome? Uh, what happened again? I know. Um, Ziggler was it Ziggler four? I think one of the matches. Yeah, I think Ziggler fought in one of the matches, right? No, you're thinking of you're thinking of uh, Raw Raw Underground. Oh yeah, right, oh, right, right, right. No, I'm um, talking about now they have the uh, SmackDown. They they revealed uh, Tender Dome. 
it's it's going to be at the Amway Center where the um where the um the Magic play. Oh. And it's gonna the the gonna be the pay-per-view event's gonna be at the um you know at the the Thunder they're calling it the Thunderdome just like the 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 third and final Mad Max movie with Mel Gibson. Oh okay. I think it's a unique idea. It's a unique idea. Um, need to see how it, you know. Plays out. Well, I like the virtual fans. I like that idea. I wanna, yeah, that's a good idea. I want to see what you know more of it, just like the Royal Underground, and see how they um, have this planned out. I mean, it looks like it's going to be kind of like the NBA bubble, almost. Mm-hmm. You have the virtual fans. Yeah, they're going to be there. You know. Yeah. But so far, so good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good innovative idea. Yeah. Uh, any it's, last? It's kind of like uh, how pre-COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got the fans. You got the pyrotechnics. You know, mm-hmm. instead of having the like the wrestlers in the background cheering for other wrestlers. Right. Well, yeah. So far, so good. We'll see how it, you know how it turns out. As they have more of these going forward. Yeah. Uh, any last thing you'd like to say before we head uh, out? Enjoy SummerSlam, and uh, t- we'll see you guys uh, next week. All right, you're on Block Talk Radio. You're the man. Check out the next episode uh, next week. Of uh, we'll review SummerSlam, Thunderdome. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, and uh, yeah, check out. Check out this 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 episode next week. Check out the YouTube channel Sports of Legend TV, and uh, we'll see you next week. Same bat channel, same bat um, time, and that will be Saturday next Saturday at ten. I mean Saturday at eleven. I, I guess you could come at ten if you want and wait an hour, but the show is <laughs> going to be Saturday at eleven. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Moe Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.